Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with February 20th, 23rd, and 27th, 1919, Part 3, pages 207 to 208. February 27th, 1919, Part 3. Father Zuk, a Belarusian from Lebedzievo, told me about his impoverished and difficult situation. The real pastor, Father Zapashnik, is ill, I think, with tuberculosis and unable to work. However, he still lives in the rectory and controls the property and finances of the parish. Father Zuk does all the parish work and lives on the estate in a farmhand's hut and now the Bolshevik committee has thrown him out of there as well. They have robbed him and left him homeless. I begged him to put up with it as well as he could. Right now nothing much can be done. Such are the times. He asked if later on I would transfer him somewhere else, because the Orthodox Belarusians are very angry with him. I promised to do so. Then he asked me if I could teach the children in Belarusian, since they do not understand any other language. He asked about this because in the past it was not allowed. Priests who dared teach the children in Belarusian were punished and transferred to Polish parishes. He also wanted to know if he could use Belarusian when he taught religion in the schools. I could not see how it could be done otherwise. Then he asked if he might preach in Belarusian. I replied, I leave this to your own discretion, but kindly take care that there are no riots in church and that the Polish parishioners also get their due. All the people go to confession in Belarusian. Once and for all, we have to settle this matter of the Belarusian language. Imagine acting in such an un-Catholic way. This problem is understood only in the light of the unjust behavior and persecution practiced by the Russians. They refused to recognize the Belarusian language. To them, it was merely a dialect, while the real Belarusian language had to be Russian. They would not allow anyone to speak Belarusian, only Russian. To keep the Russian language out of the churches, the priests began to preach in Polish. But its unjust behavior, by its unjust behavior, the Russian government ultimately contributed to the loss of national identity by the Belarusian people. I was informed that my pastoral letter to the people of Vilnius had not been read in the Church of All Saints on February 16th. It seems that Father Diakovsky found the letter deficient in Polish patriotism and consequently not worth reading. Besides, it did not condemn the Bolsheviks vehemently enough. For some time I have been told that Father Diakovsky is an ardent Polish nationalist and activist involved in politics up to his neck. I asked a reliable person whether my letter had been read to the people. It seems that it had not. On February 24th, I asked Father Peter Wolodowsko if my pastoral letter had been read in all the churches. He said that he had given the instructions that it be read in every Mass. I then told him about All Saints Parish and asked him to look into the matter. Yesterday, he reported that he had confronted the pastor himself, who admitted 
that he had not read the letter. The dean excused him, saying that he had received copies of the letter too late. When did he get them, I asked. Saturday evening, answered Wolotsko. Then there was enough time to read it on Sunday, I said. The dean went on to say that the pastor received only a hundred copies of the letter, and there were no instructions that it be read aloud. He thought that he was supposed to only hand out the printed copies to the people, but before High Mass on Sunday began, some of the copies had disappeared. Well, in this next part of the entry, Blessed George writes of a priest in a very difficult situation. This pa the pastor is ill of tuberculosis. However, um, he still lives in the rectory and controls the property and the finances of the parish. So the priest that Blessed George has spoken to does all the parish work while he had been living in a a farmhand's hut on the property. Uh, he has now been robbed and left homeless by the Bolsheviks. Blessed George had no resources to help him because of the wartime conditions of the country, so he asked him to stay on somehow and manage for himself. Um, this priest wanted to teach the children their catechism in Belarusian, the language that they understood. As Blessed George wrote, I couldn't see how it could be done otherwise. Those who would punish the priests for doing this would seem to care only about nationalism and not about the salvation of the children. It is sad that Blessed George has to worry about the possibility of riots breaking out in the churches because of the language used. It seems incomprehensible to us. Blessed George writes that a solution must be found. He writes that the problem is that the Russians don't want the Belarusians to use their own language, but to use only Russian. The use of Polish was a compromise. The Russians are causing the loss of the Belarusian people's national identity, and we know that the same thing will happen during the time of the Soviet Union. And then Blessed George finds that a Polish nationalist pastor did not read his pastoral letter uh, that spoke about, among other things, Father Muckerman's case uh, in the church in, in February. The dean of that region tried to make excuses for the priest. The excuses for why he had disobeyed the bishop seemed rather flimsy. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.